welcome to list off i'm nat and i'm ozzy and this week we're joined by uh renowned comics expert billy hines who you can follow on twitter at billy hines that's hines with a y not like the beans and uh but he's more renowned to us as a crisp fundamentalist crisp opinion haver yeah, yeah, that's me. Watch out. Yeah, it's like, you know, strong opinions held on crisps. I think if we I think that's right. If we did a crisp one without Billy, he'd be watching it going, no, nah, that's no. Yeah, I'd have been I'd have been furious. I ended up I ended up my, my conversation in the garden today ended up slipping into crisp references and my uh, my friend down there was telling me some crisps that he liked and I was trying not to judge. Well, you're going to judge us, I'm sure. I'm sure. Who's going to start? Who's going to, why, why don't you kick us off so we can judge you first? <laughs> well, are we going to do criteria? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that, I mean, what, what, how did you, yeah, how did you go about making your list? Um, well, the contents about whether or not what constitutes a crisp, um, whether it has to be potato, We've gone for what anything, so corn stuff, um, stuff, reborn potato stuff. Um, my own criteria excludes crisps that contain um, MSG, um, and that is just because I think that MSG in crisps is cheating. Already, they've already got me because it's got salt and onion powder and oil and crispiness. You stick MSG in, it's just, it's just overdoing it, do you know what I mean? It's like sneaking a little bit of crack into your... Okay. Um, I don't know which imagine. ones do and don't contain MSG, though. We'll get Bill to what? tell us where we're going along. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm worried now some of mine have got MSG in them. Do you know what? Right. If, you, if you tell us as we go along, when I edit it, I'll just get a big <laughs> MSG, you know, like to come up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a personal thing, but I, I, I was actually... Brief, brief segue into something else. I was watching a Come Dine With Me ages ago and Zion was making some chicken wings or something. And, um, and he said, and I'm going to sneak a little bit of MSG in there so that all of my guests will be eating it and they'll be loving it and they won't know why. And I was like, that's terrible. And then, um, and then, I, and then I realised that there are crisps that even when I'm four and I'm feeling a bit nauseous, I'm still like... So... Um, I, I, tr- I try to avoid MSG apart from when I'm feeling there we go and I, and I did find out from, from looking at stuff yesterday that it's also E612 is MSG um, so it might not say monosodium glutamate but it will say um, e, sorry 621 I stand corrected E621. E621 is a sneak. Like bingo. MSG. E621. <laughs> no, I don't have it. E621? I don't have it. Okay. Um, not, right. not in Pombez. No, no, no. And, and seldom in plain crisps. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my number five is easy, knobbly Cheetos, which I don't think you can get in this country. Um, I've not seen them recently anyway. And they're basically like knickknacks, but cheese flavoured. And uh, I get them in Barcelona where I lived for a while. And if ever anyone's coming from Barcelona, I get them to stash a couple of bags in their suitcase to bring over for me because they're absolutely amazing. 
if you can imagine like a WhatsApp or baby with a knickknack. And they, and they're like the America's best selling one or something, aren't they? They're like the the classic well, in America. Well, I think the, the the big the classic one in the US is like the kind of WhatsApp type G type. Oh like right, so these are different. Smaller, smaller WhatsApp, but these are like knickknacks, so they're, just, they're like knobbly. Yeah, I know the ones you mean. Okay. More more chewy. Yeah, and, and they also they sell them in like a long bag. So you can just pour them in your face as well. <laughs> That's good. With a funnel. Just yeah. I don't know that I've ever knowingly had one. No, well I've had I can imagine it. I can imagine a knickknack and I know a what's it. I'm trying to get my head around it. But I can imagine is it is it the cheesy, is it very much of a what's it style cheese? Yeah, like that kind of like you can, when it says that it's got real cheese in it, you believe it. But then it's like 150% cheesier than any real cheese ever is. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Really, really good. That's my, that's my, that's my main junkie entry on the list. Right. As and how did you check whether it had MSG in it when it's not available in this country? Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Because all the supermarkets, all the supermarkets tell you what's in everything if you, if you ask. I love it. So you've been on your like, Catalan supermarket website checking that one. <laughs> yes. Afraid so. All right. No, not afraid so. This is what we want. Staying on the same topic, I'll do my number five because my number five is the Watsits. Or the hey. Watsit. The cheesy Watsits. Um originally Golden Wonder, of course, but uh nowadays a Walker's Watsit. And uh it's weird how that happened because I understand like Smith's are part of Walker, so they've got their crisps, right? But Golden Wonder is still going. They just sold their most profitable things off, you know? Like they just, they were yeah. like, oh, what's this doing really well? If we sell it to Walkers, we can survive for another five years, you know? Um, stripped, stripped their assets. Absolutely. Yeah. And before, before Walkers got what's it's, they sold American style Cheetos in the UK, but no one really bought them. And That's now, fine. in theory, they still sell Cheetos and Watsits uh -huh. alongside each other, both both Walkers, because, you know, Walkers is part of Frito-Lay, you know, a huge international company. That's bizarre. Like, selling the two rival snacks against each other. Totally crazy. But I, yeah, that... I, I love a Watsit. You know, I because they have quite a mild... Because they're not really... They're not sort of salty... I'm a big salt and vinegar man. I'll have a what's it when I want something that's sort of unobtrusive. Do you know what I mean? It's not got, it doesn't, doesn't hit you like pow, like a salt and vinegar or something. It's not got a big flavor hits. It's like a nice mellow, eat a whole packet. You know, it's that kind of thing. And um, I did do some research into cheese puffs, which is what the, you know, generic term is. Mm. Cheese puffs were invented by two different American companies at the same time in the 1930s. I got this one. This is just Wikipedia, right? That, I think that's corporate espionage. I don't buy that for a minute. <laughs> right. How could two people have this amazing idea? But it's, it's like Cheeto Crisps in Ireland. This says says uh, Edward Wilson noticed strings of puffed corn oozing from flaking machines at the Flake Oil Corporation of Beloit, Wisconsin, a producer mm. of flaked, partially cooked animal feed. He experimented and developed it into a snack. <laughs> genius like, <laughs> you know he's seen this flaked animal feed off moldy stuff coming out the side and he's gone i'd eat that 
Um, <laughs> and uh, their first first product was the uh, Clarence J. Schwebke applied for an improved extruder patent in 39, and the product named Corn Curls was commercialized in 1946 by the Adams Corporation, followed formed by one of the founders of Flakeall and his sons. And uh, and then the other version was created by the Elmer Candy Corporation of New Orleans, Louisiana in 1936. And but this is the thing. This is the reason why I mentioned this, right? This guy, M. Elmer Morel M. Elmer Senior, had a contest to name the product, and this is what won: Chiwis, Chiwis. <laughs> That's terrible. Like, oh, they like cheese things. I call them Chiwi. No, Chiwis. So yeah, apparently uh, they carried on. It, they're still going, I think. Chiwis, you can buy them in America. It's just one of those things that is baffling about America. Chiwis. You, you somebody in the comments telling me they're the best ones. The chi, yeah, the Chiwis are the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Chiwis. I'm guessing well, they. Where do you both stand on the kind of where they've tried to do like alternative flavored what's it's? I think currently you can get a beef one, right? Yeah. Well, um, back in back in the eighties, you could get beef what's it's. Tomato, mm-hmm. spicy tomato. Spicy tomato, that's right. Um, and they're currently doing like a hot and spicy, like large, large what's it. Yeah. Personally, beef what's it were like a dream. Um, and they nearly made my, they nearly made my top five now that they're back. Because I tried to stick to things that wouldn't make you hungry and then you wouldn't have to find them anywhere. But beef what's it are, are pretty, I, I love them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of beef what's it. I enjoy beef what's it. Very, uh, very much of the beef kind of monster munch school. But they are, but like the cheesy what's it, there's a lot of flavour on it, but which it, I always it's such a, appreciate. It's such a different yeah. consistency from a monster munch, right? It's so much less sort of crunchy on mm. the outside, you know? It's, mm. it's, it's, it's more melty in your mouth, right? I did have yeah. those giant, oh, giant what's it the other day. And um, they are good. And they give you that thing of, if, if you haven't seen them, they're, 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 they're a giant what's it. It's about, I don't know double the size or maybe a bit more and it reminds mm. it reminded me of being a kid again because it's, it's more than one like you have to have a couple of bites at it to to, to get through it you're not going to stick the whole thing in your mouth like Argh. speak for yourself <laughs> well, i was enjoying feeling like a kid again where snacks felt big you know? but what's nice about it is the giant what's it's come in a giant bag yeah that's sort of almost the right sort of size that if you were a slightly smaller person it would almost have the sort of bigger it's, yeah, it is. It's like kind of uh, uh, somehow regressing yeah. to being a kid again. It's another one of those things a big that bag. makes you like a kid or Jeremy Beetle, like just eating yeah. them. And but the bag's massive. Like it's about three sittings worth of what's it's. Yeah, I think for the for the real for the real thing, you probably need to have it with like a bottle the Panda Pops Cola and watch an episode of Danger Mouse. Yeah, but like a three liter <laughs> bottle of Panda Pops Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Serving suggestions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my what's it's is in there a a a rare cheese crisp for me. I'm not I'm not a big cheese guy. I'm not a big I have you know, I like pretty pretty low cheesiness cheeses, so what's it's is a rare have you, exception. Have you tried the um have you tried those mix ups? Right, yeah, because they, they do them in three yeah. flavours, one of which is cheesy. One of which is cheese, one of which is like spicy, and one of which is beef. 
Yes, they yeah, meaty, meaty munch or something. Exactly, meaty. And they don't actually sell them. The bit. I can't find the meaty ones anyway. You sort of see them occasionally. Mm. I think discontinued them. But they're really weird because the, the cheese Watsits are like Watsits. But so you get French fries, um, French fries Watsits, Doritos, and one other thing, maybe Monster Munch, I can't remember. But you get those four things, and they're all slightly different flavor, cheese flavors. Yeah. yeah. It's a really odd experience it is and it makes the the ratio that is always a i have a problem with ratio of flavor to to crisp i always think could be a problem with those that you if you get the individual thing like what you what i'd much more happily have would probably just be a pack of beef hula hoop a bit beef um what's it uh, beef what's it's on its own I well, well i was fine. buying them and separating them out as i went so i'd save all the what's it's till last so i could just eat like a, <laughs> a teeny tiny serving Noling them out yeah I I, <laughs> I i i i appreciate the concept but i've always avoided them because to me it's like do you know when you're drinking a beer and it tastes good and then you switch to another beer any beer but it's not <laughs> going to taste good after that because it's like the different taste is too weird on your mouth and you're just like oh i'd got used to that beer and now this beer is a wrong beer you know yeah i feel like that with with different cheese flavors at once yeah. You often get quite a good collection of uh, little flavouring bits at the bottom of those things, though, <laughs> mixed with little tiny shards of a Dorito and little kind of uh, monster munch dust all mixed together. <laughs> oh, that's some, uh, that's some powder. I'd buy a bag of cheesy shrapnel. That'd be good, cheesy yeah. shrapnel. In, in one of those chewy packets, you can just... Yeah. <laughs> oh. You can just buy a normal packet and, like, smash it with a hammer before you open it and then you yeah. <laughs> or just oh, yeah, they, just leave it in your bag throughout the day that always works for me just leave it in your bag and it'll <laughs> turn into crumbs by the time okay, you you've got it in there for a day or two and then empty it now what's your number five my number five is uh onion rings specifically from tesco i don't even go near the regular brand ones the tesco branded onion rings are an absolute treat and i'm not yeah i'm not a big fan of a regular onion ring. i don't even know who makes a regular onion rings uh, golden it, wonder it, golden wonder hobbies there's there's a couple of them Pub the ones you used to get in the teeny tiny 10p packs yeah yeah I'd, I, and i get them occasionally as a kid and i was always a bit like mm, it's all right they're all right but the um the tesco mm. home brand ones are a revelation and I think all right-minded people agree. I think I was introduced <laughs> to them once on uh, I was at a comedy festival and someone said, oh, no, these are the Tesco ones. And I sort of assumed that meant they were worse. Mm. But when I had them, I was really like, oh, these are something else. But again, it's the sort of, it's just the amount of flavour they've put on them. They're kind of quite salty, but very oniony. It's a strong flavour. I enjoy a very strong flavour. And it's a good... Um, they're worth having if you because they've got much more of a kind of what's it almost consistency to them as well. Okay. They're kind of they're kind of slightly softer. They're somewhere in between a what's it and a monster munch, I think. But they are but they are something else, and I love them. The problem is, like, it, there's a commitment to them. I'm not a big fan of a big bag of crisps because I have to like decide how many I can have. Yeah. I want to finish a bag of crisps. And that's the only problem with these is that you never really see them in multi-packs. You can only really get them as the the big bag. Yeah. And then it just, then I have this whole thing about, have I eaten too many? Yeah. 
uh, is that half a bag? Does that count as a bag, or is that? Or have I done myself out of some onion rings? Yeah, or, then I'm or, furious. or worst of all, have you left yourself an unsatisfying portion for next time? Exactly. That's terrible. The red wine yeah. gin scenario. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so so they're like a light grit. They're like a oh, light, they're, light puffy type thing. They're they're quite light and quite puffy. Yeah, some yeah. So they're not. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're watsied. But they're probably not quite Monster Munch, I'd say. Okay. But they're very, I mean, they're trying to be the regular brand. Mm. And they've almost got it wrong to a delicious degree. <laughs> that, like, it's like they've, they've altered it slightly. And it's the only one I'd say, like, there's like some of the, have you ever had like a, when I was a kid, I remember getting like some Boots own brand Quavers. And I maintain they're some of the worst crisps I've ever had in my life. Absolutely disgraceful. They just couldn't do it. I don't know what they were. They were almost like square strips. They didn't even really yeah. have any of the wave. They weren't curling. They were like, oh, so, so off-putting. But the, um, and sometimes, I think I've seen the Boots What's It, but I wouldn't go near them now. Like, <laughs> it was like, this the like Boots still that, do that quaver. crisps? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't. They do like the low-fat things for... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Healthy. And maybe this yeah. was maybe this was uh, yeah. Perhaps this was trying to be a low fat version. Absolutely horrible thing. Disgraceful. Who worries about their weight in quavers or crisps for that matter? Yeah, you've got to. <laughs> you're eating crisps, or you're worrying about your weight. You can't do both at once. <laughs> yeah. uh, you take all the fun out of one. Um, Bill, what's your number four? Um, so this is my my main walkers, my kind of guilty, my guilty crisp is my, I, I tried to get one flavour of each, because otherwise it would just be loads of the same flavour. Um, so the walkers, chicken sensations, um, oh, yeah. which I, when, when walkers started doing sensations, they were like space lamb food. I remember they used to do like lamb and mint and things. And it's the kind of thing, if it wasn't on a crisp, you could sort of close your eyes and it would just taste like you're eating the dish, the, the chicken sensations, it's uh, tremendous. Um, and they're also, they're, they're quite popular in the house as well. Um, so I've got kind of like a, a warm feeling towards them. Um, but they're ridiculously moorish. They do burn your mouth because they've got like thyme on them or rosemary or something like that. They're quite, they're quite fragrant. But um, I do like a chicken crisp, but there aren't many about. Um, the golden one, the ones have got MSG in them, so I can't eat them. The Walker's normal ones, I could, but it's like eating chicken oxo. Like you have a few. Yeah, bags. it's a bit seventies that one. Yeah, it's, it's um, and even though they, they advertise like new flavour on them now, um, but but yeah, they, they 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 start to get a bit sort of burny and a bit boring. But the the chicken sensations are sensational, and now they do um, just like doing one which is. It's not very very chicken, but they start, they've done one which is like a spice, almost like a spicy version of the same thing, um, and they're they're very good as well. And I'll mm. I'll wreck my brains and see if I can remember what they were, but I'm trying not to buy them because it's kind of a betrayal to my wife to find it spicy food. That's very quite nice of you. Yeah. I I was going to say I remember having uh, my first bag of sensations, or not a whole bag, sharing sensations back when we used to share snacks uh, before COVID. Family bags, family bag, bags, family bag <laughs> at, at your house, Billy, when you were living down Essex Road, 
and we all came around for a movie and you were like, ah, oh, you've got to try these new crisps. And I was a bit like, mm, I don't know. They're like a posh line. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm into that, you know? And, and but they're, yeah. posh, but they're not hand cooked. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. They're still <laughs> from a machine, which is what's yeah, good. Exactly. No, but I remember being like, oh, these are pretty good. And then you, you just, your hand's been in the bowl so many times you're like, okay, these must be quite good. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and they are all like the balsamic vinegar ones are pretty great. I do quite like them as a line, but um, the only ones I ever buy the chicken is because if they're there, then why oh, yeah. yeah, why? Yeah. Why I think I think that's a great shout, actually. I think um, the uh, yeah, roast chicken sensations are great. I I like a roast chicken like regular Walkers, but you're right; it's more of a kind of afternoon crisp, more of a lunchtime <laughs> crisp than it is an evening crisp. I think. But you're right. I think I think whatever the herb is. It is. It does add to it, and you're right in as much as it has got that. Yeah, it does taste like the thing it's supposed to taste like. Yeah, I think you you told me once that crisp flavors are probably designed by people that just try the flavor, and they go, "What thing? Guess what they like? are?" And they kind of go, <laughs> "Yeah." And they go, "Bacon," and they go, "Yeah, let's say bacon." Yeah, and I think that's that. Some of them do have that that thing to them, but yeah, you're right. I think that does taste like a roast chicken. It's got a bit of that to it. So they just make up a flavour and then get people to interpret it. Yeah. Like, what's that one taste like? I don't know, like fried tomatoes with a banana? Cool. That's what it is. <laughs> and, and how many how many crisp flavours are basically like, like, here's prawn cocktail, a bit of that, what's that? That's what's the sauce. Okay, a bit more of that, what's that? That's ketchup. Oh, okay, well, a bit more, you know. Yeah. So many that are basically, there's some sort of acid that makes the, Prawn cocktail flavor, and that acid is like it's sort of like a whole branch of crisp flavors. Yeah, my number four is not terribly interesting, but it's like nearly, nearly the perfect crisp for me. Right, it's the salt and vinegar Walker's crinkles. Okay, one of the many crinkle cut crisps that Walker's had concurrently running under different brands. Okay, yeah, yeah. Your Max. I don't like that's what I was saying, yeah. Don't like Max bad. No. Crinkles, the the uh the ready salted is a very sort of mild toy crisp. Very nice. I like the ready salted, but I'm such a salt and vinegar guy that 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 I'd go for that if I had the choice, but you really get the choice. Only Poundland had them in in salt and vinegar. Nobody <laughs> else does. You can get the you can get the really salted ones in in regular supermarkets, but Poundland's the your go to for the for the salt and vinegar. But it's yeah, it's a crinkle cut crisp, but it's quite lightly cooked, unlike a McCoy's or something. It's not it's not you know browned at all, and then it's got a really kind of slightly fruity vinegar. You know, it's not like a it's not like a classic vinegar. It's a more aromatic vinegar. It's this it's it's nice it's it's a really nice crisp and like it's, it's it's heading towards the perfect crisp for me but it's not quite the one that's that's yet to come but it's it's great and it's a bit lighter it's it's a, what do you a think it is like 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 a lighter dose of the normal sort of vinegar normal sort of vinegar no it's definitely a different type of vinegar it's more like a it's more like an apple apple cider vinegar you know what i mean it's that, okay. that sort of flavor rather than a uh, what you, what's normal vinegar made of? Like a malt vinegar. It's not a malt vinegar. It's like a yeah. yeah I think I've, I've not had them. In, I've not had them in, in a good long while, and I think it's because since I moved back, I'm kind of like, I, I just assume that it's the same as a normal Walker's sweet vinegar, which I'm looking for. 
if you spot them, which would mean you're in a pound land, then I would not hesitate to get them because you know it's a pound for six bags. Well, yeah. yeah, that's, that's um, my slightly boring number four. A crinkle, a crinkled crisp is quite interesting. I certainly enjoyed them as a kid, but I don't know if it's just a novelty. But you're right that actually a crinkled crisp should hold some flavours much better than others, and they should have an advantage to having them. I think I always used to see them as a bit of a novelty. Uh, in when when my family are from Cumbria, when we go up there, like Seabrooks are a big brand mm. up there, yeah. and they're all crinkled, mm. you know. But they were a bit like I always felt they were slightly underflavoured, slightly under seasoned. Mm. Um, occasionally, maybe like a, a like a I think they had a was it like cheese and chive or cheese? Well, it was because like cheese with onion or something. Yeah, <laughs> or it was a bit more of a subtle like cheese, uh, near onion. cheese and onion. Yeah, they weren't. It's a bit they like, weren't married, is what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't quite wasn't quite fifty fifty, um, and I quite like those. But I remember almost being like, I think I always crave more flavour on my crisp, and they were a bit more. But you're right in as much as I can imagine that I don't really go for a crinkle crisp now, but I can imagine a salt and vinegar holds very well on a crinkle crisp. I think it's the ideal delivery. On balance, it's supposed to be more unhealthy a crinkle crisp than a than a normal crisp because as well as holding more flavour. They also hold more, more, more fat than everything else. Gotcha. More surface area. And more surface area. You've got the, the unhealthy. Again, no one's eating crisps to be healthy. But once in a while. You are. <laughs> well, like, again, yeah, so it's one of my five a day. Um, but if, like, like you max, like you said before, like max, you just feel like that you can feel yourself. Mm. You can feel your heart yeah. just clogging as you're eating. Oh, yeah, I say I like flavour, but you're right. I wouldn't go for a max ever. No, thank you. I, I, no one's going to have them on the list, but the uh, current KFC Max crisps are pretty, pretty outstanding. I've never had a KFC in my life, but none of the secret recipe applied to the crisp. I just wish they weren't quite, quite crunchy crisps in it. Well, that recipe, as we know, is top secret. Yeah, yeah. So they probably had to send the colonel himself to to Leicester to like put the ingredient into the crisps. <laughs> Oh man, if the colonel went to Leicester, that'd been worth. Uh, <laughs> I hope he had like it was like when the Pope visits. Yeah, he does. He has a he has a colonel mobile, glass topped <laughs> glass box that goes along, but it's on top of like, bulletproof. Bulletproof, but it's on top of like a Cadillac with like bull horns on the front. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. I mean, I'd be disappointed if that isn't true. Yeah. Like, let's ne- would let's like never check. No, you know, don't Google that, Billy. Don't <laughs> Google. See if that happened. Uh, <laughs> what's your What's your number four, Nat? My number four came in last weekend when I repeated something that I realised I repeat all the time. Something repeated on you. <laughs> something repeated on me. Sounds good. And I, <laughs> I was in, uh, I was hungry last Saturday and I popped in to a Tesco's. Could have been a Sainsbury's, but I think it was a Tesco's. And uh, there was nothing really to eat. So I thought, I'll get a meal deal. So I got a sandwich. I thought, I'll get my crisps. And often happens in a meal deal, I find a selection quite weak from my crisps. And I was looking around and I went, Joe, what? I'm going to do what I do every time I have this dilemma. And I had some beef hula hoops. And I always have them and go, oh, man, why do I I think that's like a... I think of it as almost like, it's like a, yeah, that's that's an all right crisp. But whenever I have them, I go, that's better than all right. 
and I don't give them enough credit. <laughs> that's it. That's an excellent crisp of beef hulu. Yeah, that holds the flavour. That's one you can kind of um, you can kind of suck on in your mouth. Very, very, uh, <laughs> very pleasing. Very pleasing sensation. Not not to be confused with a sensation, <laughs> but uh, um, but it's a great one. You can wear them as rings. Did you? Did you, I was um, going to ask? Did you put any of them on your finger while you were eating them? Do you know what? I would. I think I'd. I'd been out, and it's COVID times, so I feel that it's probably inappropriate at the minute. Right. When when I get when I get my second jab, I'm going out, um, blinged up on some hula hoops. <laughs> like the, the beef hula hoop Mandarin. Yeah, I'm gonna be like a Mr. T beef. I'm gonna be the the Mr. T Wait, of Mr. beef hula hoops. Mr. T. Mr. T. Brown necklace. Yeah. Of beef hula hoops, and my freedom will be. Uh, taken away from me almost as soon as I had it by someone and I'll probably be put in some sort of <laughs> specialist institute. Yeah, that's that's a that's a wicked joke. So beef hula hoops didn't make it onto my list for duplication flavour reasons. Um but that I absolutely love them. Um and the, the flavour is always really well distributed. Like the other the other the other beef crisp that I really like is a beef McCoy's but what Beef McCoy is, what they do, I'm sure they do it on purpose, is you'll get like no flavour, no flavour, no flavour. <laughs> All the flavour that was supposed to be in the other four, and you'd be like... Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they, they do have MSG in them, so they're like a really guilty, they're like a once-in-a-while thing. But Beef, beef Hula Hoops are, are, are lovely. And Hula Hoops are also, they're so kind of light-tasting that you could convince yourself you're eating like bread or something healthy rather than fried like they don't taste <laughs> like then you I'd, I'd pick up a shiny black book afterwards without worrying about marking the pages yeah, like, they, that's you know that's how convincing they are that they're healthy no i, I i'm a big fan of them they're uh, yeah it was a real treat to get them last weekend and it and I, I think that was, I think part of the problem with the meal deal is that you're always getting one of those max bags. Yeah, grab bag. And like, I mean, I'm quite happy. Yeah. I'm quite happy not to have that as a, I'm quite happy not to be told how fat I am <laughs> as well. I could quite happily still have a regular pack of beef hula hoops and be happy with it. I didn't need the, Slightly too large. the grab bag. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like I'm not going to finish. I think the grab bag works for ones which are incredibly aerated, like a quaver or something. You know what I mean? Because Mm. a lot of what's in the bag is air bubbles within the within the Mm. crisp, right? But when it's like quite a dense snack, like a like a hula hoop, it's very dense. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, Yeah, that's that's too many. It is. I don't need that many either. I'd be perfectly happy. I like a crisp, but I'm not greedy. But it's not like I'm not going to finish a grab bag. No, it's no, not like it's would, two bags worth. Eat it. Yeah, I'll eat it. But then, in contrast, if you have the uh, the large hula hoops, which they've clearly done, it's, they've done it so that grown ups can put them on their sausage fingers and feel yep. like. Um, <laughs> but the crisp is all wrong. Like the there's probably like some kind of Fibonacci type scientific like fractal logic. There's like. Yeah, it can't be that thick and that big because it goes wrong, you know. Yeah, it loses its structural integrity. It's too easily. It doesn't. You don't get that same pop that you get when you eat a hula hoop on, you know, yeah. on its side in your mouth. Yeah, there's something wrong with the big ones. I like the idea of that. That's like in films where they're trying to have like a genome and they go, "It's stable. 
and then you just see it break apart. Yeah, like, we can't. Because they're trying to create yeah. some new. They uh, can't make it work at the larger scale, so they're like, oh, we're gonna have to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, but instead they put them out. Well, what job it would be to be a crisp scientist? That'd be a good oh. job. What no. I understand is, well, I do understand because you know who's going to do this. But why aren't we, you know, constantly reading about how crisps are made and like the real stuff, not like how they're like cut. I know how they're made, like from a Sesame Street perspective of like you cut them up, you, you know, you cut up the potato and you fry it, and that's fine. It's like mm. the, the real science, the innovation, the kind of yeah, what they're what they're what they're working on in secret. They should they should create new science crisp magazine. That's right. Yeah. Snack Science magazine. There must be um, there must be one of those foods, whatever it's called, that horrible program on Channel Four, where people phone up supermarkets, patronise customer services, and then go off the other side of the world to learn stuff that they already knew. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I tell you what's a good account to follow <laughs> if you're on Instagram is the Grocer, the one about the uh, food industry. Okay. So they, that's a good account because they will tell you. Uh, there's a new cereal, a new crisp, new ranges. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. you get a photo. It's a good account. It's a good account if you want to keep up to date. No, I want to go on Twitter. I'll follow that. We need to. We need to get on with our crisps, though. Yeah. What's, what's, what's your number three, Billy? The number number three is a brand new taste sensation that's rocking the nation up here, which is pickled onion mackies. And uh, they are like mac mackies are amazing. Anyway, like mackies. If you if you like to taste the potato in your crisps, then Mackey's great for it. There were various Mackey's flavours that could have gone on the list, but as of last week, the week before, um, they launched a pickled onion. And it's, it's like a really light pickled onion. It's, it's not like a monster pickled onion or a, or a one or a walker where it's kind of sucky cheeks in, which can be good if that's what you're after. But these are like, Oh, there's not so much pickled onion. Oh, and, and they're incredibly moorish. Mm. Really like you've always got the potato underneath. Really, really, really good. Um, to the point, I'll I'll post the bag down um, <laughs> at some point, some point shortly because they're, they're really, really quite special. And I had to get Mackey's in there somewhere because I say they're the best. And then when I was looking at all my different things, I was like, yeah, but that one's slightly better in that flavour, and that one's slightly better in that flavour. So pickled onion it is for Mackey's. It's nice to have something yeah. up to date as well, like a new entry. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's a good one. I hope it takes off. Snack innovation in is still three. happening. Yeah, it's good to mention things like Mackey's because you're right. There's a, there's a, it's good to say, talk about ones that have a, a bit more potato in, like you're saying. Yeah. They're and quite, they feel quite proper. Yeah. And worth, worth mentioning, they're probably like twice as thick as a normal crisp, if not three times thicker. And they're quite light rather than. Like a like a walker that just kind of dissolves, mm. sort of wave them, and then um, and they're not hand cooked. Is the other big thing to mention. So for some people, they're probably on the posh end of the spectrum. Maybe I don't know, um, but, but they are. Um, they, they're just they're just lovely. They're really really. Good. My number three is a fancy pants aspirational deli snack type of crisp, of the kind that you get in your fancy pants aspirational delis in the neighbourhood now. And um, it's the Eat Real Chili and Lemon Flavoured Lentil Crisps. Wow. They very much taste like crisps. Uh, they don't really taste of lentils, but they are very spicy. Like it's really chilly. 
chili you know, more than you would do with a kind of regular commercial crisp. They come in only a massive bag, but they're really Moorish and you've just, you, you, I could do a whole bag. It's not good, but I could, especially as, although they pretend to be all healthy and they've got all this stuff all over them about how they're vegan friendly and, you know, <laughs> gluten free and all these kinds of things. And it says like, you know, Eat Real is, is a healthy brand of stuff. It's got so much salt in it. And that's the thing I'm not supposed to be having much of, right? It's got way more salt in it than any more commercial crisp would ever have, right? Because <laughs> more commercial crisp, they get in trouble for it. And they'd be like, why are you putting this much salt in? You're killing the nation, you know? Whereas with these fancy pants one, it's like, yeah, delicious flavor, naturally good. Salt's very natural, you know? So I'm curious, have they got... What I've found is all these healthy, but then healthy crisps, mm. puffs and um, those chickpeas, I think they're called, which are like chickpea based, what's it looking things. Yeah, none of them, pop chips as well, none of them ever have the color bars on the front. So, no, the, des the design, everything about them looks looks like, ah, I'll get those because you know, I'm gonna change my lifestyle a little bit. I'll go for these healthy crisps. Mm. And it's look at the back and you're any good at math there you go 100 grams 20 grams of it is salt that means it's 20 percent salt you know yeah yeah but they I mean, don't put the thing on the front no no you have to you have to dig in the in the stats on the back to get the proper salt thing but i'm used to doing that with salt and i'm like that's they're well tasty but that's it's very bad for me but the the eat real which is this kind of very much i looked at their website and um it's like, you know, all sort of like aspirational middle-class people sitting around reading a nice novel and like laughing at some crisps that they're sharing, you know, like, Hey, isn't this funny? We're in a park and we're eating crisps, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and, um, and they're all grown ups, you know, cause it's a grown up crisp and everything. But, uh, it's actually quite interesting cause it's a brand of co-fresh slash Lakshmi and sons, the Indian snack company founded in the 1960s and moved to the UK in 1974. It's like the biggest, well, I think it's the biggest Indian snack company. Yeah, like Bombay, Bombay mixed snack. people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. those people. And um, But they're weirdly, they're also based in Leicester as well as Walkers. So it's like, they've gone, wow. let's move to the UK. Let's move our company to there. We'll move to Leicester, the home of crisps. You know, we'll, we'll, wow. so it's like, you know. Like That's that. quite brand. That feels like you're fronting or something. <laughs> like, yeah, we do crisps. Well, not scared of you. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Let's take the battle straight to them. So yeah, but I, I really like them. I can't. I can't lie. They are. They are really good. Uh, my number three is the salt and vinegar square, and Ooh. I think the the square crisps are the best of the uh, reconstituted potato crisp by far. They're exactly the right size, which is important. If they were like a tiny bit bigger or smaller, they'd either be too much or unsatisfactory. Um, I love a uh, cheese and onion square. I think they're great. I wouldn't knock them at all. Amazing. Again, holds lots of flavor. Um, the salt ones are really nice and they're quite subtle, the ready salted squares. But the salt and vinegar squares are like, they're sort of the king of it. And it's sharp, really sharp. and satisfying. And it's got that kind of, it's almost like slightly too much, but you realize that too much is exactly what you were after. Like sort of vinegar discos, like a, right? Same, same sort yeah. of. No, discos is way more. I would say the discos. Discos <laughs> is way more because disco, discos, <laughs> the, the, the vinegar is sharper, but also discos have that 
not real salt. I don't know what it is. It's like powdery salt. Do you know what I mean? It's like a pound of powdery salt and there's tons of it. It's like what you get on a Pringle. Mm. So Disco's is like, Disco's are just coated in it. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't knock a Disco's, no, no, no. but like there's almost, there's no, there's almost no point in a Disco's. Sometimes a Disco feels like you're having like a cracker or something. It's, um, it, but, and I do, yeah, I do like, there's, yeah, there's a time and a place for Disco's, but I think they haven't, they haven't mastered it at all in the way that the salt in the square. So that's exactly the right shape and size for that kind of crisp. Similarly, like a Pringles, it's not the right, like, like I like a Pringles, but it's never going to be in my top five because it's just a bit, it's slightly, it, with, with Pringles, it's often like, oh, sure, it's all like reconstituted potato. So why just do them crisp shaped? There's <laughs> never to it. It's just a bit like, why didn't you just do crisps? I don't like, okay, sure, if you like. But like discos are fun, sure. But like the this squares the are almost like. First time I've ever heard you say discos are fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only context where I might say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but the square is a perfect version of that. It's the right shape. Yeah, it's great. It's the right size. It's the right flavor. It's it's what. It's what reconstituted potato crisps were made for. <laughs> it's a great crunch as well. You know, oh, it's a lovely crunch. You, you can get like a really nice curled over one, you know, a folded over one mm. in the square packet is like bingo. Yeah. I don't know they, they, used to, they used to do tubes, remember? Yeah, but they. Squares and tubes launched at the same time. They're basically yeah, the same the thing. The tubes, I didn't know. The tubes had like the wrong equivalent of a hula hoop crunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like if you put a tube in your mouth, it's almost like it could sort of suck onto your tongue and get stuck like a barnacle. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> a little suckers. It's like very much like an ice, uh, an ice pole thing. If you like in an actual very cold country, it'd be the same as a tube. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the, the, just to say on the squares, uh, love the cheese and onion. So you can get a six pack of salt and vinegar. You can get single packs of salt and vinegar or grab bags. You can't get single packs of cheese and onion, and I really dislike the plain. Like if I eat a couple of packs of plain from a multi-pack, I'll feel slightly nauseous for unknown reasons. I can't, I can't work it out. There's something, it's like so oily because it's not salty enough or something. Mm. Squares, you'll get one that's like dark brown, mm. like been left in the oil while they've done like seven other batches and then it's yeah. ended. <laughs> yeah, they do still have a tough one in. What do you think of the size of a squares? Like it feels almost like they're like the packet is perhaps saving me for myself, but I never finish a packet squares without thinking I could probably. No, the packet's packet. too small. Same as French fries. If the, pa the the quantity you get in there is not big enough, but the the size of the actual squares themselves is is excellent. The number number two is a bit of a weird. So, so I felt I need to I needed to acknowledge the origin of the crisp <laughs> and get somebody sorted in here. And it, it's seldom that we sort of be top of my list. Really sort of what I get when companies come around. You know, I used, I used to joke that one of the benefits of getting married was I could eat cheese, cheese onion crisps without worrying about it. Um, really sorted crisps are like polite company. You're not going to breathalyze anyone. You know, it's, it's all good. And um, <laughs> and it, there are plenty. Like the Mackey's plain, like I said, tastes a lot of the potato underneath. Really good. Um, my, my top plain crisp is the McCoy's ready salty crisp. That's good. And what's a, what's, what pisses me off 
Excuse me. <laughs> what annoys me is that you can, they're generally only available in six packs, multi packs, um, or in sandwich shops for some reason, certainly here in Edinburgh. Like, <laughs> you never see them just like in a shop to buy it normally <laughs> for some yeah. reason. And the trick is on the ingredients, the ingredients, the ingredients on any plain crisps potato, oil, salt, potato, oil, salt, McCoy's, potato, oil, yeast extract, and salt. So they basically put marmite on them. In lieu of a bit of in lieu of a bit of MSG, they snuck a bit of marmite in the mix. Wow. They're my tip top. And I'll, I'll I'll buy six packs of McCoy's just to sort of eat the plain and then begrudgingly eat the salt and vinegar and cheese and onion afterwards. But plain aware it's that really, really good. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on that. If 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 I'm in a pub which only serves McCoy's, I'm always a bit like it's not really my thing, but um, I'm definitely not going to order my salt and vinegar now. I'll definitely go 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 ready salted now that now that I've seen that. You have to adjust your. I'll cancel because I'll ask if you know in some pubs you can't see what brand they've got, and I'll go, oh yeah, a pack of salt and vinegar, please. And then they start reaching for a McCoy's thing, and I'm like, oh no, make that make that ready salted. Okay, <laughs> while you're there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good to have a. Yes, I, I so rarely have a plain crisp. I'm trying to think what I would go for, but yeah, maybe a McCoy's. Maybe we're happy the answer. I eat them quite a lot because if I just want to add a salty element to something else I'm eating, like at lunch, you know, if I'm having a sandwich mm. and I just want to add a salty element, which I'm not supposed to, but if I just want to do that, then it's like a ready salted is often a nice way to go because as we say, all these other things have their own proper flavour to them. Where a ready salted just adds the salty element, bit of carb. It's not it's not healthy, but it's it's adding a little little bit of excitement little crunch otherwise yeah, yeah a little bit of excitement and crunch to your otherwise boring lunch rhymes my number two is similarly mundane in that it is a walker's crisp a standard walker's in a salt mm. vinegar and this would have been okay. nowhere near my top five until they changed the oil to the to the sunflower seed oil whenever that was 10 10, 10, 15 years ago, or whatever, what they call sunseed oil. Yeah. And since then, the kind of like the way the kind of golden, crispier crisps that they that they have in there, they seem to have somehow managed to make more folded ones than ever before. You know, or ones with bubbles. You know, all the good stuff, and they really benefit from the the packaging these days. They're so fresh. Even if you get a multi-pack, it's like one from a pub, you know, it's like they don't have that like naff multi-pack staleness thing going on anymore. It's just such a basic crisp, but it's like, it's as good as you remember it being when you had a really good bag in a, in a pub once with, with some lemonade when you were a kid, it's as good as that, which wasn't probably that good at the time. You know what I mean? But, it's, it's 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 so tasty and okay. you can get them everywhere and and i just i will i will go for them walker's invented the salt and vinegar crisp in 1967 inspired by the nation's love of fish and chips and yeah you just you go around the world and they don't have salt and vinegar crisps and it and it can be a bit of a heartbreaker to me you know i'm yeah. stuck with oregano flavor or whatever so so does that mean that far from the like, you know the the color, the color mm -hmm. discussion. Like well, walkers are always wrong. If they invent this sort of vinegar, then they're probably right. Yeah, that means that would have been yes. But cheese and onion came first, so 
So their cheese, blue cheese and onion were wrong. Let me just check my. Let me just check my. But they didn't. They didn't introduce cheese and onion. Cheese and onion was introduced by Smiths, I think. Yeah, because I remember my when my mum said that the first crisps that you could get were like oh. like plain plain bovril and then cheese and onion. According to this, the first oh. favorite cliffs were invented by Joe Spud Murphy, the uh, the owner of Tato, the Irish crisp company. Right. That's a, That's one of those names that's got like what's it nominative no, nominative nominative determinism. Yeah. It's Spud. It's Spud. Oh, it's yeah, the, yeah. You know, he's just Joe Murphy. Uh, if your name is Joe Murphy and you live in Ireland, you need a nickname. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Tato introduced the first. They they developed a technique to add cheese and onion seasoning during production. So it was Tato in Ireland doing the first flavored ones. Mm. Republic so, of Ireland is because that's the other thing that we need to be. Where we are, it could be like a civil war off the back of discussing Tato crisps if if we don't get the right one. I know it can be can be controversial. Yep, I don't want to enter into any of the crisp troubles. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I mean maybe. No, yeah, I, that's always Walkers. So Walkers Walkers introduced their own cheese and onion later that same year, copying it. But they obviously went with a different color for theirs and then when they came to do salt and vinegar you know 10 years later then they had to go with the other color and that's how they ended up in the wrong the yeah. non-aligned colors um I, i've always thought it was i assumed that was the case that we had salt and vinegar crisp because of salt and vinegar on chips mm. but then recently they have started bringing in like fish and chip shop flavor and it's sort of almost the same but it's like i don't really get what that's supposed to be then Although I suppose the salt and vinegar crisp doesn't really taste like salt and vinegar on chips. No, it doesn't. It's the vinegar no. tastes completely different, doesn't it? It gives a really mm. different different effect. And also, no, and the fish yeah. the fish and chips do give you a bit of a kind of a. I was there's there's a little bit of something on the on a fish and on a on a fish and chip flavored crisp. My number two is a quaver. Okay. Or not a quaver, a packet of quavers. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't I have them? <laughs> Single one. It's enough. Um, no, I love a quaver. Always have. Probably, this was what I would have thought initially would be my number one on on initial run through. I was like, yeah, quavers. That's my number one. That's what I'd go for. Um, I love a quaver. I love in a multi pack of quavers that they are packaged totally differently, and they're in a sort of line <laughs> rather than in in a sort of big extra bag. I find that very pleasing. Uh, I think we've got a, a super great melt in the mouth uh, cheese release system. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> uh, it's almost the most satisfactory. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. A melt in the mouth cheese release system. That's right. You heard. That's one of the worst you've <laughs> How would you I've say? ever heard. <laughs> Trademark and copyright. <laughs> It's, that's why you're not a cheese marketer. Do you know that? A crisp marketer. <laughs> I like there's like quavers who've had great memorable slogans throughout the years have never gone for that one. It's a melt in the mouth, cheese delivery, whatever. Yeah. You know. I think it came up in the cereals one, but I've always been convinced that uh, Cocoa Pops even turns the milk brown is the worst advertising slogan you can have. That's, that's that's that sounds horrible. Yeah, but but that's that's disgusting. But that's as, as someone as somebody who was there when that like Coca Pops came out, everyone at school and Coca Pops came out when they're weird. They turned the milk brown. That's weird. And then they came up with a slogan 
like shortly afterwards, they started marketing them as that. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, they're supposed to do it. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but then later on, it became, it even turns the milk chocolatey, and it's like, sure, you've had a meeting. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> well done. It took you 30 years. Yeah. So, flavors, what was it, Colin? Was that the marketing? There was somebody called Watch Out, Colin. It's Curly or something like that. Yeah, watch. Yes. It was Lenny Henry. Colin Curley. Created by Bob Laurie and voiced by Lenny Henry. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, like, watch out. They taste curly. And yeah. um, mm. except more brummy. Um, but watch out. when I was looking at this, did you know that Colin Curley got two video games spin offs for the Amiga? For what systems? For the Amiga. The and the Atari. <laughs> okay. Pushover, nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, Pushover, nineteen ninety-two. In which he, in the opening scene, I've watched this on YouTube. He loses his quavers down an ant hole and has to send a little ant down the ant hole to get the quavers. And then the whole game takes place with this ant. So it was clearly like bolted on to an existing ant game. Sure. That have made. It's a really cool looking game with like dominoes pushing over dominoes. It's a bit like Lemmings, but with dominoes trying to make domino runs. Looks great. But then he was in a, a game sequel called One Step Beyond, which is a platforming game starring Colin Curley with much better graphics, jumping around on platforms and stuff. And you just think that's just another world of the 90s when when you could be, it happened with a few different like advert oh. mascots, you know? Yeah, cool spot. Cool spot, yeah. Just like, is there a Fido Dido? No, there wasn't a Fido Dido. I don't actually. think there was. That was a good, good video yeah. game with just the lineup. They were like, but they had like, they were like Mr. Blobby and Ed the Duck computer games in the nineties, yeah. which I find well because it was probably now. one person could make it and one person do the music and that was it and it took them a few months. But the, you know, the budget was small. Yeah, we never. And I do wonder how many, of them, how many of them are like games sitting in a drawer. Like I've got, I've got one of those cartridges from, from the, from. I think came from China and it's Game Boy and it's got like 190 games on it that are old NES games. And one of them, I've got like Sonic Mario, Link Mario, all the sprites replaced. Yeah. And I wonder if you could just like create like a vanilla game. And then someone comes along and goes, Yeah, we've got this mascot. And it's like, Okay, well, I'll just draw that sprite on top of my vanilla sprite and there's your game. I think that's definitely what happened with Pushover. It was just like, We'll, we'll basically pay for your game to made to promote our snacks. But that wasn't the first, because um, Quavers were launched by Smiths in 1968 with the advertising slogan, you get a lovely lot of Quavers in a bag, which is a very nice quaint. I think a Quaver has got the right amount of uh, crisps per bag. A lovely lot. Lovely lot. Yeah. Um, I, that's interesting. I, I think that would have been, imagine, you know, that, that almost makes me want to have a time machine. Imagine going back and having that in the shop. I've just always, I can't remember when I had my first Quaver, but I love the idea of it launching and people going in and going, opening a pack of Quavers and having a Quaver. For well, have you got the, um, have you got the retro launch down there? Bearing in mind that in Edinburgh, everyone who doesn't know, up here, salt and vinegar and prawn cocktail Quavers are back on the menu. Salt and vinegar quavers, fantastic. And, and a quavers. grab bag of them, no problem. Yeah, but, but, so they're selling them at the moment in Sainsbury's. And they, in fact, they've got them in Waitrose of all places for a pound for six packs. They get many one pound six packs in Waitrose. But, um, I never really went for any of it. The only other flavour I was kind of all right with was where that had like a light 
cheese and onion bit for a while. And I, I like those. Um, cheese and onion quavers. Yeah. Um, this was like, it was another one like with, with onion. Okay. I think it might be one of the first kind of variants of it. They did well. a sweet and sour. They did a sweet and sour oh, and they did that. a ketchup. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember them. I don't overly appeal. Do you remember the other I'm... character they had after Colin Curley? No. Quentin Quaverhead, uh, 90s, Ardman and uh, Ardman, you know, claymation. Yeah, yes. And with the slogan, they're floaty light. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was good. So it's rare for yeah. Chris to have had two, two good advertising campaigns. Huh. Presumably they're called Quavers because of the musical thing. They look like right? a musical yeah. note, yeah. Yeah. And when you break them in half, after you've eaten half, you have a semi-quaver, which is always fun joke to make. <laughs> My kids think that's hilarious. <laughs> well, even just, just as a brand, guys, it's pretty, it's pretty niche, isn't it? It's pretty... Like, I could, I'm, yeah. if, you, if you did sort of like... We were talking the other day about their... Um, uh, what's it waffles or whatever? And it's like imagine doing like hashtags. What's it hashtags? Or because that's what they look a bit like, or something. Someone but, must have done a hashtags question. Like, what percentage of the population is going to get the reference in the name? I think. Oh, I think I'm pretty sure I knew what quavers were as a crisp before I knew what quavers were hmm. as a musical note. And I'm sure probably learned it that way and went, oh yeah. Like oh, but with the musical explosion of the the beat generation in the in the sixties, <laughs> I think a quaver was very much the hashtag of its day. So just like you'd have a, a hashtag shaped crisp now. If no one's done that, we should copyright that right now. Hashtag. Mm. What do you call them? Hashtag. You should just call them hashtags, wouldn't you? I just wanted to get a pun in there, but yeah, I suppose. Smash tags. They're made of mashed potato. You can get a hashtag grab bag. Hash brown tags. Hashtag browns, yeah. You know, the, yeah. It's a bit like it makes the milk turn brown. It's going to be beef and onion, Marks and Spencers, um, like day and night. Like Marks and Spencers. <laughs> Marks and Spencers, like by their own definition, they're cheap crisps. You know, they do their hand cooked stuff or whatever, but they have like their no frills bags, which were the ones that we had when we were kids. Um, they used to do spring onion, which would have been, if I were doing like Vespas ever, and spring onion eminent at the end, but they don't do them anymore. And I'm trying to be fine now my kids. And um, beef and onion, beef and onion, just, they just kill up. It's, a, it's an amazing crisp, super crunchy. Um, the sneaky thing, I reckon, there's a, I reckon there's quite a bit of sugar in them. So in the same way as your salted caramel will set your mouth on fire with all mm. of its flavours, I think these do the same one. I swear every once in a while I'm like, I think there's actually a bit of sugar. Um, but, it's, but, they're, but they're so good. And like M&S cheese and onion, sort of vinegar, the, um, the honey roast ham that they have are just, just tremendous. And they're, they're currently like, if you go looking for them, they're currently like a, a white and silver bag. That's the current branding. Little bit, little bit pricey, um, but just, just absolutely the best. Um, and they come in the worst shaped bags because they've got like four corners at the bottom. And and when you try and when you try and open them, you end up with something that you can't 
probably reach into. So you kind of you almost have to pour them into a bowl. It, yeah. it's, it's a weird. I, I don't know why they've done it. I think they've done it. Like when you buy bags of rice and the bag splits every time if you don't open the scissors. Yeah. They've done it so you can't sort of save any for later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You've got to eat them all now. They, they, they put them in a the package that is like this package will self-disrupt five minutes after opening. Yeah. And hurry up and eat up, kids. Are they just regular crisps, or are they like what? What's the actual crisp like? Yeah, yeah, they're regular. So, so I guess like I, I don't particularly like hand cooked crisps. Like if if they're there, I'll have some. So like for example, kettle chips, black pepper, salt and black pepper. I'm partial to the salt and vinegar really nice. The cheese and onion. It's going to feel like I need to go and brush my teeth. You know, there's, there's something a bit feety about the cheese and onion, um, <laughs> but. Generally speaking, I feel like hand hand cooked crisps feel a little bit like eating, eating glass. Um, but we, we went to see somebody. I think it was that Henry Packer that we went to see up here when he was talking about like middle class, like middle class foods just being sort of a bit masochistic. And people eat stuff that like you wouldn't pretend it's nice. Like why why would you eat one of these healthy bars when you could just have a bar of chocolate and this kind of stuff? It's like, no, no, this is good because it's made of seaweed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and hand at Chris feel the same. It's like they're, they're overtly bougie and yeah. they generally sort of hurt your mouth and flavours a bit of a really contrived. Yeah. I don't need I don't need, you know, Welsh Welsh coast rock salt and apple somerset cider It's like calm down, guys, just I, I would say that applies to any kind of dark chocolate as well for me. <laughs> I just find it like, who are you kidding? Oh yeah, yeah, just just get one that doesn't taste as good and pretend it does. This one's this one's ninety percent cocoa, and you go, sounds horrific. What's it taste like? Disgraceful, like a paracetamol, like a paracetamol. It tastes like. Um, no one's enjoying it. So. They're a normal crisp. They're a, like crisp, and they're a, they're tremendous. Yeah, I asked that just because I think of Marks and Spencers. You know, when I was a kid, like all their crisps were like all kinds of weird shapes and weird. They have you know had a whole range of like those those twirly ones that were really mm. constituted and sort of like smooth. And yeah, they had all they had all sorts of crisps that just no one else really did. Yeah, no, they they got some, and they, and they've still got like there's a whole kind of universe of really nice MS like in, in my work if, if we've got visitors coming in someone has to nip out and get get sandwiches so we're gonna have lunch in the boardroom and, and this kind of stuff and it'll just be like okay i'll go <laughs> and, <laughs> so i'll be like okay so there's four of us how many bags of crisp makes us not look like weird and so we've got a client in how many bags of crisp can we eat and not look like we're the weird guys, and how many can I justify having left over so I can take them home? They're all <laughs> the equation. Um, um, but yeah, there's, there's some great things. And just what a notable mention is that at Christmas they do, um, they didn't do them last year. It might have been a COVID thing, but generally speaking, when, when they roll out the Christmas ones, they were doing pigs in blankets, and it was basically sausage flavored crisps, like nice sausage flavored crisps. And like these kind of weird, like fake pork cracking, like bacon strip things. And they were great. They were really, really, really good. And you get to like January the 5th and they're all on sale. 
fill the cart up. m and have always got very strong game in their crisps. And as a kid, I remember like regularly saying to my mum, oh no, honestly, your M&S crisps are better than before like Pretty much any other their games. They were the, I think they were the kings. I think, I think, and essentially I think other regular big crisp manufacturers had to up their game. But they never did and them I in a small bag, right? They never did like a small bag. That you can no, just multi, only multi-packs. Multi-pack, yeah. but you get a small yeah. bag and a multi-pack, but that's it. Yeah, Nathaniel pointed out that you can get the, um, you can get the big onion in a multi-pack. Mm. And they come in, and they're regular shaped bags, right? Well, they're slightly, they're slightly oblongy, aren't they? They're a bit more oblongy size, but they're, they're you know, equivalent of, well, they're all right. We, yeah. We've got a Marks and Spencer's food opening up by the tube station here uh once once covid settled down so i'll have to indulge in some of the crisps a bit more because it's been a while really for me and our other you know the marks and spencer's on holloway road it's closed down it's gone so there's not been much oh, really? less in the neighborhood it's been it's been dark times for your eminence snack fans my number one is basically a callback to my number four because for me the the crinkle is my favorite type because i like to bite them you know along the along the horizontal break yep, them off sure. along there get a great crunch and from and you know i used to you know this i used to love frisps when when i remember yep. when when billy worked in the pub i used to get him to order like an extra box you know you could put the order in with the with the wholesalers or whatever and they'd say yeah. the crisps <laughs> and i was like can you get me a whole box of frisps and then it's like a struggle to eat them all before they start going off. You know, you're like, yeah, no problem. I can eat 48 bags or something, but actually it's quite a undertaking. So I used to, I used to love the frisps, but now I don't rate them so highly. I think they've been, they're the same, but I think they've been taken, uh, you know, overtaken by, by events. And also that's an incredibly small bag of crisps. Like one bag of frisps is like half a, half a bag of crisps. One yeah. handful and the rest. Yeah. Whereas my number one, has very few crisps in a bag in fact now it has none because it's been discontinued but it to me was the pinnacle of the crinkle crisps it was a walker's deep ridged walker's deep ridged preferably in salt and vinegar but the meat flavor was great and the really salt it was great it's like walker's take on a mccoy's sort of thing a more rugged deeper cooked crinkle crinkle cut crisp but they to me were just like astonishingly good really thick great salt and vinegar flavor amazing crunch you didn't get a lot in the bag but they were massive so you were kind of you know that you get one crisp out and then you'd be like right i'll bite that bit off there along that horizontal <laughs> line crunch that was good <clears throat> now i'm gonna bite the next bit you know you might be taking four bites out of a crisp four bites out of one crisp i don't even do that with a giant what's it you know it was like <laughs> they, they were legit crisps like you know when you pick up a hamburger and it's a, the juice is coming out and you're like, oh no, I'm going to have to eat this whole hamburger before I can put it down because I'm yeah. going to be able to pick it up again. It was like that. You pick up one crisp and you're like, oh, can't do anything else for a few minutes because I'm going to be eating this crisp. <laughs> you know, just fantastic crisp. Again, they never really took off. They got to the point where you'd only get them in Poundland. And then about five years ago, they didn't even have them in Poundland. And it was like, I had to, I, I tweeted at, at Walker's like, please tell me you haven't discontinued these crisps. Because sometimes you think things are being discontinued and then you walk into like a WH Smith's or something 
and they've, yeah. got, they've got them and you're like aha you know that's where they've been hiding but well, maybe um, they sell them up north that's always a thing walkers got back in touch with me and were like i'm afraid they are discontinued yet you know but we've got we've got max and i was like i hate max don't tell me you've got max i think they were like we kind of have three different lines of crinkle cut crisps all competing against each other and i agree with them but don't drop the best one you know no. when it comes to the crunch yeah they they failed that one crunch time they let us down and uh, yeah so a walker's deep ridged rest in peace pour out some some salty shrapnel from the bottom of your packet for them because they they were and an astonishingly good crisp. I reckon whoever made that crisp was like, I want to say they were like just hitting their retirement and they were like, I've, <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. I've made the crisp. I've been trying to make my whole career since yeah. I was a, a, a making my own crisps in my bedroom in Leicester. And, you know, I've done it. I can retire yeah. now. And then only for in their retirement, they have their time retirement ruined by the British public, not embracing their, yeah. their crisp. In well, some ways, I hope he didn't live to see it. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they, maybe they can just wait until he passed, you know, and left it at that. I mean, I think that's probably what they're doing with all of their horrible, like, spicy Max flavors. They're probably respecting somebody's dying wish by keeping them. Uh, yeah, not, Max. Surely nobody's eating those. Max Good Walker. on Max. Max Walker, <laughs> when he dies, they're going to cancel that line. Like, we couldn't cancel it before it be Max passed on. Awful. Yeah, let's say you're 63 and you come up with a crisp, perfect crisp. And they go, hey, we sort of think we might have to give some people early retirement. And he goes, sure what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm done. I'm done. I've done it. I can't, I can't improve on the crisp I've made. What's the point? I'm going to go and yeah. sit in a sun lounger and take up. Yeah, I've got to take, go a, take a couple of holidays. I'm going to be, it's going to be all I'm right. I'm going to go on a cruise. And then coronavirus hit. It's terrible. Yeah. Deep ridged. If anyone else, please, anybody else who, who misses a deep ridge, get in touch with me so that we can have some sort of deep ridged support group. Okay. It's like when you had Ricicles as your favorite cereal when they're gone. It's just like. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it. Still can't believe it. They were good. Sad times. My kids have not got any further than a Pombe with crisps so far, right? Um, and it, it makes me sad to know that one day they'll, they'll might be saying, like, oh, this sort of vinegar is pretty nice. And I'll be going. You missed it. You've missed the best one. You've missed the best salt and vinegar crisp ever made. It's gone. Sad times. And it wasn't even successful enough that I can imagine them bring it back as like a nostalgia thing. I, I don't think no one remembers has, it. I don't think they'll ever be like nostalgia for like nine, 2000s crisps. You never I'm know. I'm mistaken, but. You never know. My number one is perhaps disappointingly Aussie's number five. And it's a cheesy what's it? Okay. I couldn't. And it was gonna be, I thought initially, that's my second favorite crisp. And then when we were in the early discussions for this, trying to tempt tempt Billy Hines onto the the, the show, uh Billy Hines mentioned uh, the giant what's and I was like, Yeah, I've never had one. I guess I should try one of those before I did the show. Got a pack, and it took me back there, and I went, Oh man, what's it's what I mean, and it just made me think these are these are kings, these these crisps. And I think maybe the giant wants it even helps. It has that kind of, you know, it's got that thing you almost have from eating a packet of what's it's, but just having one where you still have bits of what's it's in your teeth, mm. but it's nice. Is that a good thing? That was gonna be my question. Is the um post is the post maize crisp 
kind of food cement. Is that a is that I think it is. I, I think, think I think it's it. a I good think it I think it. it's a good thing if it's really melty and a, a nice you know a mouthful of your whatever you're drinking will sort it mm. out. That's all right. Yeah, monster munch leaves shards in your teeth. Yeah, if you've got the ones that are there like an hour later when you've actually tried to get rid of them, that's more problematic, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. And if you're a front of mouth eater, very risky because you may end up with like orange orange rims around your gums and that's mm. unsightly. I probably <laughs> suffer from that worse with a regular kind of Walker's crisp though, where you do have that kind of brush not shifting. No, because it's harder. <laughs> that's gonna be a brush. That's a that's a brush job. That's um you can't do that. Whereas yeah, I think your what's it's yeah will be clear of it. And it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to investigate your mouth when you've had a what's it. Well, I wonder why why you don't <laughs> that's have... another one. <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I wonder why nobody ever did it. Like a, I always felt like the things at the dentist like up your gums when they were doing it. <laughs> I always felt like they missed a trick by not making those cheesy flavoured. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm going to draw... Or you know those just rice-based packing chips that you get now, where it's like, it's a cheesy what's it? Oh, it's not cheesy. But you can eat it, but those don't go the same way. They like they like compress back into a piece of rice in your mouth. That, well, that's almost you- like reverse... That's that's almost like devolution of the cheesy what's it from what you described earlier. <laughs> We've got yeah. packing chips. <laughs> it's like someone someone packing chips. the great what's great it? great grandson of, of um oh, what was his name again? The guy who invented the uh yeah, not Spud. Spud. No, that was other fellow. Ed, Edward, Edward Wilson, who noticed the strings of puffed corn oozing from flaking machines. <laughs> his great 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 grandson noticed the cheese puffs and went, I could use them to pack my uh my computers that I'm sending out to people in the internet. Stuff them into strudeling machines or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I knew pretty much straight away that even though I had the order in the wrong way around, that the Quaver and the Watsits were going to be my top two. But like, it's interesting and they are like, I do love a cheesy crisp flavor, but I'm not a big cheese person in, in the regular world. Certainly not something that's super cheesy, but that is, that is my, uh, that hits the spot. Well, here, here's a here's a good a good little tip with it without going into like um, you know, second because I did have a like a, a tranche of another five that nearly made it. But just just in general, if you get anywhere near a Polish supermarket, the Polish supermarkets have got some really good, interesting crisps, including including like Lay's cheese. You know, you go to like the hot countries, mm. and they're just like really sorted. Africa. Yeah. Really sorted. But for some reason in Poland, it's like spring onion, um, uh, doner kebab, um, <laughs> ribs, um, and spring onion, which, which I love. But there, you can also get some cheese. There's different brands and stuff as well, but get yourself to a good Polish supermarket. You'll be, you'll be in a, a, a world of imagination. There's one. There's one not five minutes from me. Yeah, there's some good ones around here. I just don't know what I'm doing. I look at the chocolate bars and I'm like, I don't know. Some of these look good. A lot of wafer in them, though. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I feel like I need a guide, you know. But well, the, the, can you tell us what? Because I, I remember you eating a lot of frazzles back in the day. Yeah, that MSG. MSG. Yeah, so they're yeah. out. Um, so it's basically all of your meaty flavours, really, have a high risk of MSG. Um, golden wonder almost everything apart from plain and I don't know if I told you but 
So, so I live in Edinburgh, live in Stockbridge, Golden Wonder, started like a mile up the road. Yeah. Home. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'm in a Golden Wonder land. So there's Golden Wonder everywhere, which would have been amazing to me. It's almost like going back to the 80s. Mm. But it's just MSG and, and everything. And it, it, it's a little bit heartbreaking because it does make them incredibly Moorish, but Moorish I don't need because I'm going to be more anyway. And it's just... Yeah. I suspect all my choices might be MSG. No, 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 no. no. Well, your, your quavers and your waxits are definitely good. Um, your squares, I think your squares are fine as well. Uh, walkers, I don't think walkers use it anymore. Yeah. No, I, I think walkers know their market and the UK market in general just isn't really big on MSG. If you look it up, there's like juries out 50 50 as to whether or not it's actually bad for you or just has this kind of weird effect and so I think the the, the right people are you know, specifically say no MSG on them. Um, but yeah, McCoy's, McCoy's, the meat blenders have all got it. Pringles is just MSG yeah. on every yeah, totally. plane. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, Frazzles, also wheat crunchies, which would have been a high score for me as well. Bacon wheat crunchies. Oh yeah, forgot that. Really, really good, but covered in, covered in MSG as well. So... I wanted to I wanted to mention a couple of notable ones. I do think they're still available, which I can't believe. Transformer snacks from Golden Wonder, which must be yeah. pure MSG. But they, <laughs> the fact that off the back of Transformers, I assume they were like, let's make these transforming snacks. But it's it's such a weird that they have a picture of a robot on the on the packet. Yeah. But that's not and what and you make it. it's a car, right? It's just a car, right? And it's and you get so you get the rings, which are the wheels, and then you get a kind of axle piece yeah you get like a, a double axle like a chassis for the car and it's like that's just <laughs> such a weird idea and it's a kind of weird idea you go do you remember them in the 80s and it's like yeah they're still going <laughs> they've been around like 40 years you know <laughs> i think that's mad one that often sits next to them on the shelves <laughs> were like uh be yeah space raiders and uh beef footballs beef footballs, <laughs> yeah, beef footballs. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Another kind of uh, 10p, 15p crisp. What are they now? Like 20p? 30? 30. 30. And for a while they did 30p, 30 30 30 32 for 50. Um, but yeah, 9p is the new pre marked price on, on a lot of these crisps. They're not kid size, but the kid size packs are like 30p and then 39p is your, your bobbies. Okay. Do you get bobbies in London? Is bobbies a. Uh, do you know what? I'm not sure. I've definitely seen them, but I, I you know, I visit Edinburgh here, yeah. annually, so maybe I've seen them. In, I'm, I'm certainly familiar with Bobby's. I think I think they're one of those ones that is aligned to one particular brewery train, so you do get them in some pubs. But I think that's about it. Like Sam Smith's or something, or yeah, something, something weird. Like Although I'm sure they make their own one. What are your other also brands? Um, I do like a French fry, sort of being a French fry, but it's a weird half crisp. I don't know. It's slightly mm. too smooth. I find that whatever machine they're extruded from is a weird machine. <laughs> You know, I reckon that was an accident as well. I don't think they did them on purpose. Um, and then a big one for me, which I haven't had in a long time, is a salt and vinegar chipstick. I think they're still with the Smiths brand. Oh my god, they're the absolute key of getting stuck in your teeth. But what I used to do with them, because they're a small bag and they chew down to absolutely nothing, mainly because it goes in your teeth. But you could eat a whole I could eat a whole bag of them without swallowing, as in you could still have the entire <laughs> yeah you could still have the entire 
mush <laughs> in your mouth without having swallowed it because it you know the total yeah. volume of that packet was very little actually and so yeah you'd mm. have that whole thing there in your mouth like a big ball of scummy potato mush <laughs> and then swallow it i don't even know if it is potato it's not yeah they're corny corny but they're made to look like chips it's they're a weird thing but i did love a i did love a chipstick and that has a weird flavor like a kind of mm. it doesn't i don't know what it tastes like it just tastes i guess it is, tastes corn and stuff but it's oil corn and acid yeah but heavy on the acid i think like it, it, like when you have mushed it all up in your mouth you can sort of taste its constituent chemicals you know it's like <laughs> oh, i've got to swallow it now uh, i've extruded this crisp to its limit in my mouth yeah i've returned it to where it came from you know what i mean like yeah but Do you I, have other also rents um i i have mix-ups written down now i think that's probably it for me but just the way that crisps have gone up and down through my lifetime where like you know when they moved over to foil bags and then the ones that weren't in foil bags seemed so not fresh in comparison and then mm. but i missed not being able to see through the bag to the crisps you know i think it did did make them less appealing that you couldn't see the crisps in the window we were, we were remembering um hedgehog crisp as well yeah that which i've never tried when I, I definitely had them as a kid i think they sold them in like health food shops and stuff like I'm sure there was absolutely nothing healthy about them, but it was like they got a hedgehog on the front. We like hedgehogs because yeah. you know, save the planet. I never saw them in like shops, but they, I'd find them in like in like news agents. I mean, but they'd be in like um, motorway service stations and things, but not in <laughs> never in like local news agents. I'd see them. Probably. I would have had beef beef monster munch, but it came up in conversation. But that's that's my other one. Do we have probably no monster like, munch on all three lists? No. no, they came up, of course. That's a surprise. Yeah, but mm. I, but I had I had a bag of those giant beef munch, munch last week, um, and uh, and I've got to say that they're a little bit underwhelming. I, I, I want to get to the end of it and just have like my fingers caked in the equivalent of like what's its cheese, yeah. and then mm. sucking oxo off my fingers for the next five minutes or whatever. You know? Yeah, um, and they're like one of those policemen who's uh, who's testing a, a bag of cocaine. Rubbing it into your gums. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when um, when they did those Simpsons crisps? No, I don't know. They do. Who made them? No, they did. Billy definitely knows this. They did Simpsons crisps in multi packs only twenty years ago, and you got a multi pack, and it had a little like PVC Simpsons toy in the bottom of the bag. You definitely bought these. You got me into them. Okay. We were it, it like ham and cheese flavor. No, they were just like tomato, like a really bland tomato corn snack kind okay. of thing. Like, but it was nice. It was like a pleasant, it actually tasted of tomato in a way. It was kind of like, it wasn't like a ketchup flavor. It was like a kind of, it was like the kind of ones you get from like the, the no brand ones you get from like an ice cream van or something. They were like that, but they had the Simpsons license and they were only around for about a year. But yeah, you got like a multi-pack and they were like a multi-pack of like 12 or something, you know, a heavy, heavy investment. But they, uh, they'd have like a little obscure simpsons character in the bottom and they were they weren't just like bart lisa you know homer marge yeah yeah i don't know the guys that work with homer or you know like it was it was good so we was the one simpsons toy per multi-pack yeah per, per multi-pack so if you wanted to get the whole range wow. you've got to eat hundreds of packets of crisps and they weren't that compelling wow. we so. i remember eating them with you because i don't forget anything i remember eating them with you mm. and joe on a train to Bristol. How about that? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the word for it. I do forget things. 
lot of those things are accompanied by a couple of beers or whatever. But um... <laughs> <laughs> there was probably some of that as well. I was just gonna say, like, if you've got, obviously, you buy a bag, buy a multi pack, share them out amongst your friends, but there's only one toy, so it's it's a half <laughs> it's a half gesture, you know. Another thing that I can see in your background, which is a great crisp that I've I've underrated most of my life, is a pom bear. A really sorted pom bear is a great crisp. Yeah, but that's that's right up your flavour. That's stretching your flavourage. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's yeah, almost like a, like like really sorted communion wafers. You'd probably like one of those. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but there is that. But they're quite nicely, lightly salted in a very pleasant way. The pom bear. I like with the pom bear that it's a German crisp, where it was always called pom bar, pom bar with the umlaut over the uh -huh. a, and then. But pom is you know French, mm -hmm. and now it's made. Now they're distributed by Tato in Ireland, and they've anglicised it to pom bear. <laughs> B-A-R. It's, that's a, it's a proper product of the EU, that, that, that crisp. <laughs> mm. Speaks to happier times before Brexit, I think. Yeah, I wonder what fate holds for the Pombe now that, now that we've left. Well, you know, they might reintroduce them to the wild because they've been reintroducing bears <laughs> to the wild all across Europe. So <laughs> maybe, maybe in the Schwarzwald, you know, the old potato bears will be running free. And uh, terrorising campers. No, I, I can't. I can't finish without or mention the spicy knickknack, um, which is the king of junk, junk crisps, uh, which nearly made the list but didn't because I replaced it with a cheesy knickknack, which isn't a knickknack. Um, yeah, that's that. That's me. Spicy knickknack MSG. Um, I've not looked. You won't. You won't look. <laughs> no. You refuse to look. Um, I, I, I'm thinking that they probably are. Um, I'm thinking that they they kind of got to be really, aren't they? Yeah. But you're going to live in ignorance. Don't no. need to know. No, I'm not. I'm going to. I'm going to do what what all the cool kids do. Um, Don't Google it, Billy. Don't take something away from yourself. That yeah. No. I definitely need to eat some crisps now. Yeah, um, I stock. I stocked up in preparation. I knew yeah. I would. I've done the opposite. I got lots to eat to refresh my mind, and I ate them all. I might be stuck with this one packet of my kids' pom bear. You can follow Billy, yeah, Billy at Billy Hines on Twitter. He just mostly tweets about comic books in a very expert way, and it makes people want to buy more of them. I'll um, do crisps if anyone asks. But uh... yeah, well, I'm sure we will be discussing crisps if anything new comes out. Maybe if they bring chiwis over from the US, which is what we're all we're all dying to try. That's a, that's a special cheese delivery system, or whatever you call it. <laughs> a chewy. A melt in the mouth delivery system. Let us know your cheese delivery. Let system. us know your favourite crisps on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever, on on YouTube. But um, I think there's going to be a lot of Monster Munch based fury about not including them. And it's probably worth munching it. Munching. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worth munching. It's oh, gonna be well worth mentioning. It's, it's gotta be worth mentioning that uh, crisps can only a diet as part of a controlled <laughs> diet. So. Yeah, I think I think um, I think the normal disclaimer is uh, don't give them to kids. They're only for unhealthy adults. Only for adults. Yeah. Um, but we won't judge if you if you tell us that you just eat frazzles. That's all right. 
only only yeah. only Billy's committed to the MSG free diet. I'll sneak. You'll, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, right. Thanks for joining us for this. Thank you for joining no us. It's been a pleasure. And we'll see you next you time. Bye bye.